0: welcome to kingdom.think today is numbers thirty five thirty six, psalm 79 and john 11 i hope you're enjoying all these readings on kingdom.think and you know no matter where you're starting if you were at the beginning or in the middle it's all good um i love reading like a full-on story which is why i do this podcast of kingdom.think but you could pick up wherever you're at and it's all good so here we are at uh, numbers 35. And by the way, 35 and 36 is the last two chapters of numbers. Now, something inside me gets a little bit excited because I expect this big cliffhanger at the end of a book. I think it has to do with watching movies you know, or watching series of shows. Um, this one doesn't have much of a cliffhanger, doesn't have much of a climactic ending, but then it also gets me excited for the next book. And Um, that's kind of cool. So tomorrow we start Deuteronomy, but today we're going to finish numbers. And basically chapter 35 is, remember God is still training up a people. So they're about to go into the the promised land, but he's training up a people. So he's giving them guidelines, rules, how to do things. And he's going to talk to them about how, um, how to give certain towns or cities to the Levites, who are the priests, right? So in every town, there has to be a certain amount of priests. Well, and they are allotted a certain amount of land to have their cattle. And um, so it's because the Levites didn't get an inheritance land for their people. They live within the cities of the other Israelite tribes, families. Okay. So we talk about that in the first section. Then we go into the cities of refuge. Yep. So this was interesting. I did not really remember reading this, but, um, how six of the towns you give the Levites will be cities of refuge to which the person who has killed someone may flee. What? Yep. So it goes into detail as you read further, how they go to their flee so that they could be go before the the high priest and be judged basically. And if it's an intentional crime, they will be put to death. If it's an accidental crime, they can live in the city um the city of refuge until the high priest passes away. Very interesting details, but go ahead and read that and just keep it in the back of your mind like how does this like do the Jewish people really follow this law? I don't know cuz you know I know the Jewish People do still follow a lot of these old biblical um, ways of living. (laughs) I don't really know, but this is kind of interesting. I guess, you know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like if someone commits a a crime, they have to go to jail. And then they wait, they have to wait their court date, their trial date, right? So it's kind of like that. So the city that they flee to is like a jail. (laughs) <laughs> so I guess in current day we still do that. Okay. And if they are innocent um they're let free, but in this sense they're let free once the high priest passes away. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Um moving down to chapter 36, which is the last chapter, and this talks about remember the daughters of Zelophehads. He died in the wilderness and the daughters presented it to Moses. Um, Do we get our father's inheritance? Then Moses presented it to God, said, well, yeah, that makes sense. So they get the inheritance. So then some people were saying, well, what happens if these daughters marry somebody from another clan? Does that inheritance go to the other clan? So then they say, well, yeah, that would happen. So the daughters must marry within their clan. And then the inheritance will stay within that same bloodline something like that so as you can see it wasn't a very eventful ending but that was the end of numbers (laughs) so go ahead and read that and and pat yourself on the back because you finished the book of numbers that's a huge huge deal very few people actually read as far as we've gotten okay um so now we are on psalm 79 And let me get better lighting and I'll go ahead and read it because it's not that long. And it's like, okay, let me just read. Oh God, the nations have invaded your inheritance. Now, had we read this before and not read the book of Numbers and really understand the value of inheritance? Because look at how Numbers just went into detail about who gets what, how specific it is. We would have just kind of skimmed over this. Yes, 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 it's your inheritance. But now there's more emphasis, there's more understanding, and there's just more depth to that word, inheritance, because we know the backstory. So here we go. Oh God, the nations have invaded your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have reduced Jerusalem to rumble. They have left the dead bodies of your servants as food for the birds of the sky, the flesh of your own people, for the animals of the wild. They have poured out blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there is no one to bury the dead. We are objects of contempt to our neighbors, of scorn and derision to those around us. How long, Lord, will you be angry? No, how how long, Lord, will you be angry forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nation's that do not acknowledge you on the kingdoms, that do not call your name. For they have devoured Jacob and devastated the homeland. Do not hold against us the sins of past generations. May your mercy come quickly to meet us, for we are a desperate, in desperate need. Help us, God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. Deliver us that and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, Where is, is their God? Before your eyes make known among the nations that you avenge the the outpoured blood of your servants. May the groans of the prisoners come before you. Will your strong arm preserve these condemned to die? Pay back into the laps of, their, of our neighbors seven times the content they have hurled at you, Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will praise you forever. From generation to generation, we proclaim your praise. So, we can kind of listen to this okay clearly the israelites at this point are imprisoned was it after babylon was it i don't really know i mean i could dig and find out but clearly they're imprisoned and they feel like god's not hearing them god's not showing up but as we go into the future stories in the old testament you're going to understand why this is happening so here we are in psalms which we went forward right what's the devastation here When we go back and read the Old Testament, you're going to see the people, and you're going to see the grace of God. You're going to remember God's grace in Numbers, um, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, but as we move on in the Old Testament, you're going to see the Israelite people, how foolish, and how much betrayal, and how they turn their back against God, and then you're going to remember this passage, and you're going to say, that's why, that's why um this was said in the psalms. So as you can see the as you can totally understand why it's so important. You get context. You read a little bit of old, a little bit of psalms and a little bit of new so you could kind of see it all pieced together. It's not one um cuz it's important for you to see how the bible goes back and forth and ref- and you know reflects back and forth. Okay. Moving on to John 11. John 11 Lazarus, yes, the death of Lazarus. So they come and tell Jesus, Rabbi, the one you love, um, Lazarus, has died. And he tells his disciples, Well, we got to (laughs) go. Lazarus is asleep. And the disciples, Well, if he's asleep, you know, don't worry, he'll wake up. No, no, no. So then he has to clarify, No, no, no. They're he's actually dead. So it took him a while to get there. And by the time he got there, um, Lazarus is the sister cousin. I mean, brother, I think he's the brother to Mary and Martha. And so when they saw him, when Martha saw him, they said, oh, man, if you had come earlier, he would have lived. Jesus says, don't worry. Where's Mary? Um, Lazarus will, um, your brother will rise again. Okay, so he's the brother. And and Jesus tells Martha, he's going to rise again. Where's Mary? So then they summons Mary. And when she heard this, that Jesus had arrived, she she was mourning at the house, and she got up really quickly. And people saw her like, "Where is she going?" So they kind of followed her to the tomb where Lazarus was. Jesus says, "Move the to- move the stone," and he basically said, "Lazarus, get up, come out." Um. <laughs> and sure enough, Jesus comes out wrapped in all those cloth those cloths that, and he says, "Take off the grave clothes and let him go." So people saw this and they ran back and told the Pharisees. So now they were determined, determined to kill Jesus. But Jesus knew this, but he, he, he knew everything that was going to happen. Um, yep. And so they gathered together, the high priests gathered together and said this, and then some high priests were really smart. They said, you know, we really need to get rid of him. Whether he's a good guy or bad guy, let's stop arguing about that. The truth is, if the Romans see the ruckus he's creating, then we're going to like lose our temple. We're going to lose all our... So we really do need to get rid of him. And that's right ends in the chapter 11 of John. There you go. That was Numbers 35, 36, Psalm 79, and John 11. Have a great day.